Hello, all you beautiful people out there. This is Laura Hutchinson, and this is my podcast, Love God and Your Neighbor. I'm the pastor at First Christian Church in Anniston, Alabama, and I'm really glad you're here. Today, we are continuing on with the sermon series, I Am the Light, Jesus Says I Am, and the sermon itself is called I Am the Light of the World. We're going to be talking about what it means to be the light of the world and what it means to stand in the light of Christ as opposed to the darkness that the world has to offer. I pray that this is a hopeful sermon for you and an uplifting one and uh, that God speaks to you into your hearts and your minds as you listen. Be blessed and have a great day. Love you. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. Gracious and loving God. Hold on one second. Starla, can you hear me at all? Can you understand me? Right now, okay. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. When I was a child, we lived in Virginia Highlands neighborhood in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Virginia Highlands is situated in an area called Midtown, not far from Piedmont Park and even not far from downtown Atlanta. It was an absolutely wonderful place to grow up because we were surrounded by artisans, great restaurants, galleries, boutiques, and so many things that fueled a child's sense of wonder and creativity. And because we were where we were, poverty was never very far from us. And where there is poverty, there is often crime. So as wonderful as Virginia Highlands was, it was at least an annual occurrence, once a year at least, For someone's house to get robbed, someone's car to get broken into, for people to get mugged, for there to be some sort of um, violent criminal act. 
And I was especially aware of these events because Dad was the captain of the neighborhood watch, and he kept up with all of the comings and goings on our street. You know, a child doesn't fail to notice when your dad is on the evening news reporting on the crime that happened down the street from us. We lived in a large Victorian house with big windows and high ceilings and hardwood floors. And our house had a pretty extensive security system, which included alarms on all the windows and all the doors. It also had a motion detector for when we weren't at home. And as a child, I was very aware of the dangers outside our door. So aware that that alarm system is what allowed me to sleep at night. In fact, it wasn't unusual for me to wake up in the middle of the night and creep out of bed and peer all the way down. You could see all the way down to the front door from just outside my bedroom. Through the dark house where I could see if the alarm system displayed a green light or a red light. A green light meant the system was not armed. A red light meant the system was armed and we were safe. Seeing that red light shining in the darkness of our house made me feel protected, and it allowed me to sleep soundly for the rest of the night. I really wasn't aware how much importance I had put on that alarm system and that little red light until we moved out to the suburbs into a house that had no alarm. And once that little light was gone, I felt very vulnerable and very insecure indeed. Light is everything to us, isn't it? As a child, that tiny little light glowing out of the darkness was a symbol of protection and security to me. Light is what allows us to see as it reflects into our eyes and illuminates everything that it bounces off of. Light creates color in all things that are beautiful. Sunlight gives life to all things living, helping plants turn carbon dioxide and water into food. You know, photosynthesis. And then those plants expel, excrete oxygen, and they provide food for most of the animals on the planet. Light allows our bodies to produce vitamin D, giving us energy to function and to be happy. Light protects us from evils that take place only in the shadows, and it makes all things visible, both good and bad. Light is a symbol of truth. Light is a symbol of goodness. Light is a symbol of life. And light is a symbol of the divine. As we heard in our call to worship today, there are many scriptures that compare God to light. And so we got a glimpse of only some of the many times the Bible talks about our creator in terms of light and our savior as the personification of that divine light. Conversely, darkness connotes evil, doesn't it? Within the darkness hide criminals, lies, and cruel intentions. People who are up to no good 
like to conduct their business in the shadows where they will not be seen. And yucky things like monsters and mold and rats live in the dark as well. And dark symbolizes crime, anger, hatred, sin, falsehoods, and death. And the enemy of darkness is light. So when Jesus says to the Jews worshiping in the temple, I am the light of the world, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He was making a profound statement to everyone, and they all immediately understood it. And on top of that, many scholars believe that this speech that Jesus made took place at the time of the Festival of Booths, which they were also celebrating in John chapter 7. And so because of that, because of the Festival of Booths, it makes this statement even more profound, even more appropriate, because the festival was begun by lighting four enormous candelabra, symbolizing the light of God. Light was not only a Jewish symbol, but a universal human symbol of divine truth. In the fourth gospel, Jesus himself is the embodiment of the light. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Do you know what Jesus means when he says we will never walk in darkness if we follow him? Have you ever in your life, even for a day, walked without Jesus? Have you ever experienced the darkness of living without Christ compared to the light of living with him? I have, my parents have, my sister has. As many of you know, for a couple of years in the 80s, we were Scientologists. Before that, we weren't really Christians either, but as Scientologists, we were kind of anti-Christians, you know? I was in my early teens, and I remember feeling the feeling of being lost during that time. I felt insecure like I had never felt before or since, like I was just this raft floating at sea with no anchor. Typical of all cults, Scientology had successfully driven wedges between all of us and the family. They had taught us not to confide in one another, but only to confide in the leaders of the mission, the Scientology mission. They had divided and conquered us in those early years, so I felt so alone. Turns out we were all feeling alone, not that we knew it at the time, and since I didn't yet know Jesus, I couldn't even turn to him for comfort and guidance, you know? So when I think of those years, I picture them as actually being dark, lacking light, like walking through the shadow of death. And it sounds kind of awful, I guess, and maybe it was, But here's the good news of that story. God drew our family out of the darkness and into the light of Christ. 
And to this day, I am so grateful for that experience because I will always know how life-giving Jesus really is. I will always know what life is like without Jesus and nothing will ever convince me to go back. I will always know what it feels like to finally breathe again, to finally be able to see, to finally be able to know the love and goodness of God. When you've walked in the darkness and then entered into Christ's light, you will never, ever take it for granted again. I am the light of the world, he said. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen? Amen. Throughout the Gospel of John, Jesus claims to be a lot of things. But when he claims to be the light of life, that resonates with me like nothing else does. Does it resonate with you? You know, I'm generally a happy, optimistic person. According to my parents, on Mother's Day, they were telling all kinds of... Mother, Mom was reminiscing about my sister and I when we were babies. Uh, apparently, I've been optimistic since I came out of the womb. Maybe not so much during puberty, again, according to my parents, but uh, for the most part, around all those years, I've been a pretty upbeat person. I've tended towards optimism. Even during the Scientology years, I didn't realize I was walking in darkness until I had the light of Christ to compare it to. But 2020 and COVID and quarantine and George Floyd's murder and the Proud Boys and the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol and the East Coast pipeline hostage situation and on and on, all of these things are trying and have tried really, really hard to put a dent in that optimism, right? How about you? Have you felt the darkness encroaching on your lives in the last 15 months or so? It's sort of like pushing in. But you know the thing that makes it all bearable, the thing that offers hope in a world that seems at times totally hopeless, it's Jesus. Not the church, not religion, not any of the social constructs built up around Jesus. Just Jesus himself. Jesus is our hope when human beings fail us. Jesus is our hope when we fail ourselves. Jesus is our hope when the forces of nature turn angry and dangerous. Jesus is our hope when political and religious leaders show just how fallible they really are. Jesus is the one who walks with us through all the danger, all the fear, all the anger, all the hurt, all the worry, all the sickness, all the pain, all the loneliness, all of the things that bring darkness into our hearts and our minds and spirits. And through it all, Jesus radiates a warmth, This joyful, warm, healing, life-giving light that forces the dark things away and makes things new again. The very first words in the Gospel of John are these. If you know them, say them with me. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. If light is good and darkness is evil, and this is just symbolically, right? And if life and if life is light and darkness is death, and if Jesus is life and light and the opposite of darkness and death, and there isn't really any choice to make, is there? Once you're introduced, once you're introduced to Jesus, and I mean the real Jesus, not the mean, judgmental, condemning Jesus proclaimed by so many people. When you're introduced to the real Jesus, and when you stand in his light for the first time, it's hard to imagine anyone refusing to follow him into eternity, isn't it? I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The world left to its own devices can be a dark place, right? It can. That's because for now the world is immersed in sin, which is darkness. But Jesus is, has always been, and will always be the light, the love, the goodness of God that conquers the darkness and casts away sin. Sin also has the potential to condemn us to darkness forever, but the light that is Jesus the Christ, will overcome that as well. That light of life that Jesus promises is the light that shines forever. It never goes out. It's never extinguished. And it allows us to dwell in God's love always. 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 There is more hope in the two sentences, sentences spoken by Jesus in John chapter 8, verse 12, than is offered by anything else that has ever been said by any other person ever. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk, walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Well, I decided to follow Jesus. I've seen the darkness, and I want to stand in the light forever. How about you? Are you coming with me? I invite you to come with me to follow Jesus and never walk in darkness again. Amen? Amen. Bye.
Church gathered today.